0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Good morning, everybody. Mm-hmm, mm mm-hmm. We're back again. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's Grant Bills. He's just had his first cup of coffee for the day. Just his first sip. It's a special moment. I like that you're a two-hander, too.
2: You got to feel the warmth. Otherwise, why not just drink a can of Mountain Dew? You know, what separates the cup of coffee from any other beverage? You got to feel it. Nothing wrong with Mountain Dew. Nothing wrong with... You both have one. God damn it.
1: But I also have a coffee. Yeah. I don't drink coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I don't drink I think coffee. that is already canon in the Bart Winkler universe. What is? I think it's established that you don't drink coffee. I didn't know. Oh, really? I don't know if I remembered that. Mm. Maybe not. Today is going to be a... Uh, we're going to toast it and post it. We're going to put this thing in the oven, and I'm going to throw it online. Oh. I mean, at its normal time, but I'm not going to... Like, some nights I stay up late, and I make I make sure that, all right, everyone's covered with all the details, and I want it to be like... You know, hey, I'm not I'm not talking about the Brewers Wednesday game in this specific episode. Sure. As I've got a very busy day. Um I do Bill Ryder's show. I've got to go to Madison tonight. I'll be at the Steve. Um, You're getting rained out. You think so?
3: It, I don't know where it is, like how much we're only like 20 miles apart from each other, but it is like lightning, thunder, heavy rain.
2: Doesn't look great out there, Bart.
3: 12 hours from now. I don't know unless the field gets so drenched, I mean, it's going to be a, uh,
2: yeah. Oh, well,
1: they we'll play see. on turf. Oh. Yeah, cool. so Messi would not play there if needed. Is he that doesn't, a, yeah, is he, that doesn't, Messi rule? yeah he, want, he doesn't want to play on turf. So some of these stadiums are like rushing in grass. Really? Yeah. Um. So no Wednesday recap. Also, I have already watched Secret Invasion, the finale. Oh, man, please don't, please don't spoil that. I would like to say something on it. I'm left underwhelmed by the finale and I'm an MCU mark. And so I'm like really trying to like it. Uh, It needed to be like 10 episodes long. It was too short. And they, they the finale was written as if the writers knew that the strike was coming and they had to like turn in their paper early. Hmm. There's been, there were times where I had those, I don't know if like some college professors, like you got to get it in by midnight. And then I didn't start until 11 and then I like rushed it in and then this look, it was rushed. I'm, I'm upset. I am bummed. That's what,
2: that's what people said about the idol too, right? Is everyone was so down on it, negative about it that they like, they shortened it and they compressed it. And then it was even worse for that reason. Is yeah. that what they did with secret? They
1: didn't flush the whole story. Yeah, uh, some of the more interesting things weren't unveiled until like the last five minutes, oh. which the, that should have been the the series. So, I am disappointed, but very eager to see the Marvels coming out in November and Loki in uh, October. There's another Loki. Yeah, season two Loki yeah, coming back.
2: Okay, I was gonna yeah. say okay, so another season of the same show, not a different. I gotcha. Well, that's exciting.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited, I, but I'm very bummed.
2: Can you explain to me, would Secret Invasion have been better and more well-received if it came out two years ago? Like, it was unique and a cool thing in the Marvel Universe. It's just coming at a time where people are so marveled out that they were just going to look down on it and be frustrated at you know by it, regardless of how good it was.
1: I don't know what's going on with Marvel. I think everybody, like, wants it, and then... I don't know. I I'm the the, the show is fine. The show was good and then it got rushed. I see. This whole Marvel backlash like there's too much. We were, they were just keeping up with the demand. And they have a million characters and it's a giant world. It's like fine. Thor can't be in every fucking show. <laughs> All right. Happy place, Sam. Promo code is BART 25% off every single order that you get. Did you guys know they cut prices and then still allow the promo code? Yeah. They cut prices and allow the promo code. Yeah. I'm going to need to take a uh, mango one today. The THC free ones just to get a little focused up here. Got a long day. I don't know if I told you that got a long day. Going to try to carve out a nap maybe, but then I'm going to be worried that I won't wake up and it's going to be a whole thing. So I probably won't fall asleep.
2: And then you're going to be sleepy at the Steve and no one wants that.
1: I can't be sleepy at the Steve. That's when I have to be the sharpest. Mm-hmm. And on this, and on Bill Ryder. I gotta be sharp. I gotta be. I gotta fake it till I make it. And I won't uh the USA World Cup game on Wednesday. I won't have that reaction on my pod. Because I'm gonna get home from the Steve and I'm gonna pass out. Pass out. HappyPlaceHemp.com will help you get there as well. You either gotta take a gummy to sleep or Have World's Longest Day. And if you don't have World's Longest Day, promo code BART at 25%
0: off. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
1: services what do you got for us pi lots of good stuff we'll see how much of it we can get in um one
3: second um no
1: no take your time we
3: i love pi that rules what's that pi your initials you just call you just call me magnum yeah do people call you that um naturally (laughs) why for what reason would they not all right so we're gonna start by we're gonna start this one by fighting. Oh Jesus. So get get the Dukes up. No, I wanna have like a a long form. I wanna have someone who's I wanna have this Josh Hader, William Contreras. I wanna do this in a long form. I hope your listeners aren't sick of this topic because you bring it up with every single person you talk with. I'm sure it's gonna come up with Wes Hodkowitz for no particular reason. It's it came of, up
1: with Kurt Hogue.
3: Well, that makes a bit more sense because of who the guest is. Um, but I want to I, I find a way into the topic that hopefully expands upon your thought process and also has us have a, a good conversation about it. So let me, let me start with this. Um, you, I know you guys used to like when I would test my topics with a couple of buddies. I tested this one. Um, they were not nearly as against you, Bart, as I hoped they would be. So that disappointed me where our, our friendship is now on the rocks as a result. But the way that one of them said it, and I thought this made sense, you can hate the hater trade, love the Contreras trade, and still not be contradicting yourself. So, mm-hmm, or mm-mm, that you can hate the hater trade, love the Contreras trade, and not be contradicting yourself.
1: Mm-hmm, or mm-mm. Mm-hmm, and, and if there's people that are like, why are they talking about this? Because um, now, now I see people like, oh, Bruce are first place, and everyone wants to relitigate the hater trade. Where did this come from? You know where it came from. It came from Contreras having a good night, and then yeah. a bunch of people going. The hater trade was great. It came from you. Same people complaining about it came. Also, from I would you. say I would also say it's relevant because with the trade deadline
3: coming up, it was enough of a clubhouse disruption that Corbin Burns with Wade Miley forced Matt Arnold to say, "Are you to ask? Are you trading me?" That is does that happen? Like in major no. league, games? in the NBA, you know, it's a little bit more like open-ended, like, you know, I want to be traded. Like, but for former Cy Young, Corbin Burns to assume I, if I was Corbin Burns, I would have assumed that I am very much on the table, no matter how well I'm performing that, that is relevant as the trade deadline approaches. So I digress, Bart. Uh, it's not a contradiction. Contr- you can love the Contreras trade, you can well it's simple, it, it's it. like
1: it's simple logic. It, and this is what this is the one I told to, to Kurt. It's like if I am driving and get in a car crash and I am like bleeding and injured and I'm very hurt and I need any like help that I can and I limp to the closest gas station and find help. And then while I'm there, I I'll play the lottery and I win. Does that mean the car crash was good? Does that yeah? St- it does does. The, if the outcome of something is good, does that mean the the process? No, it's it's two different things. And I think what people are having a hard time is they want to they want to justify the hater trade, so they're saying like the hater trade happened, unless 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 the Brewers targeted specifically Estuary Ruiz thinking that they could flip him to the A's, but also from the Braves, like, unless they saw that coming, which they didn't. What happened was yep. the Braves and the A's couldn't make out a deal. They call uh, Arnold, and they're like, what can you do? And then he's like, fuck, I'll take Contreras, if that's what it's going to take. You want this? Well, so, 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 my boss traded for?
3: Two things, if I may. So, first, it also, like, let's play out your silly like, gas station scenario. That would definitely make the car crash a good thing. No, it Paul,
1: you got in a car crash and you got hurt. It's a bad thing. Yeah, but 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 it led to a positive outcome. Thus, but it was a bad crash. thing. No, you're you're not you're not you're not this dumb. You're smarter than this. <laughs> You're not I think I, I think you're ba- you're back to a little bit of a corner. The
3: other thing I would say is when you're oh, oh, what the back in a corner, stupid man pushing me into a corner and says you're, you're the gonna... one that came up with this gas station scenario is why I say that. Um The other thing I'd say is like what the Brewers did with Ruiz, did they know it would be a three-team trade because Sean Murphy and the Braves would do this and then they'd have to get rid of Contreras or whatever? No, but they did asset accumulation with Ruiz. So I'm not like if you're like a 100 on this scale of like. It was all terrible and, you know, ends don't justify the means. I'm not as, like, I'm not the direct opposite. What's the phrase like, I
1: use, getting rewarded for bad behavior.
3: Yes. I've heard you say that seven or nine times before uh, this week, today. Um, but, but they acquired a valuable asset. And I heard you say this with Dario. He said, you only need like one team. And and that is, you said like, oh, one dumb team. Well, not necessarily one dumb team. Um. But one team that saw, hey, like every time you are watching a game on Valley Sports Wisconsin for the Brewers and you see the bottom right of the screen, it says stolen base leaders MLB. It's And even though he's injured right now, it still says E. Ruiz, 43 in second place in the entire league. You know, the A's obviously knew the kind of season they were going to have. They could get this guy who's going to steal a million bases. Like, you know, they acquired an asset. I think you need to say, like, whether or not they knew, which they didn't, that it would become Contreras. They acquired an asset that would allow them
1: to be players. Do people forget that Stern says we took on salary to help them out? Do that people was, forget I mean, that Den Nelson was here for a day before they
3: cut him, and there was no intention. Right, to use David Stern's words, right? Like there was no intention of keeping that player.
1: That was to help the Padres. And that I makes, think like, it's a. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tap out on this one. I well, let me just say, I think I. Think you guys what, can talk about it. I'm honestly tapping out of this.
3: Well, I, I have a, a detour here. I just wanted to start there to set the stage, and then we'll detour after Grant talks. Um oh, <laughs> off the screen. Um, I do have a detour on it that I just want to ask. But um, Grant, uh, we can start this anywhere you want, because I do want to detour it, because there's, a, I think, a fun segue.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, you can hate the hater trade, love the Contreras trade. It's not a contradiction. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm, I'm with Bart. I don't think it's a contradiction at all. A couple things that you guys discussed that I'll pile on. Um, I I think Brewers fans want to make the hater trade make sense. I think you both kind of hinted at that. Like there's this desire from the Brewers fandom to go back and say, oh, that's why that happened. I see. Mm -hmm.
3: Bart wants these Marvel shows to be really good. Sure. He'll he'll try to talk his way into them being good. And that's why when he he has to admit, like I was kind of disappointed by the ending, it's hard to admit that about the thing you love. Like Bart, when there's like a bad AEW, all elite wrestling thing, you like to try to say like that was you know, like you like admit it, admit it like that wasn't good because yeah, I don't want do I don't, it. You're my, a instinct, my instinct is not to be like yeah that that was bad, but I still say yeah like you know I I really I could do with like Mox my John Moxley's not one of my top ten dudes right now I I'm he needs something new, and like but I don't want that's not my my instinct is to be like defend 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 I love AEW Bart's like I love Marvel Brewers fans are like I love the Brewers so I'm gonna defend the trade anyway sorry Grant keep going.
2: Well, I I just think the Brewers fans want to make it make sense. And I will tell you, there is no making it make sense. Like, I I hate to bring this. Actually, I don't hate to bring this up. I bring this up all the time. When I was at spring training, and it was in late March, all the Brewers beat reporters who were there were still talking about the hater trade and how it made no goddamn sense. And every time I would bring it up, I'd be like, so you guys, like, help clue me in here. There was no pressure from ownership. There was no pressure for anyone. This was David Stearns making the move that he thought was best. Yes, that's what it was. David Stearns genuinely thought this was a good trade in and of itself. There was no outside forces. There was no deeper, deeper bad magic or religion at work. So there's just no, there's no justifying the hater trade. It was just a miss. It was a huge miss. Um on and one more thing. The accumulating assets thing, I think maybe a bit of a reach. I, I think I think a little bit of a reach. We we may we're making it sound, or you're making it sound like the brewers are very smart because they bought some some very highly valued property that that we all knew was going to be in demand in a couple of months. And then they flipped it for a profit. I think what the brewers did was they made a bad trade and they got some land next to the interstate. And all of a sudden, the Department of Transportation was like, hey, surprise, we want to expand to another lane. And the brewers are like, shit. Like, wow, we lucked out with this crummy piece of property that we weren't going to be able to do anything else. Not about.
1: a real surprise. Those fuckers are always expanding. Really. I suppose, yeah.
2: But I, I guess they didn't acquire, like in the NBA, they didn't acquire four first-round picks to have them ready for when Damian Lillard wanted out. They got a, an extra outfielder that was never going to play mm-hmm. for them. And it happened to fit a trade that the Brave, the Braves happened to be trading their good catcher away because they wanted to get a great catcher. Like that,
3: See, yeah. Let me give you some pushback just because you brought up like the Damian Lillard example. The Knicks last year wanted Donovan Mitchell. They wanted Donovan Mitchell, but there was a limit to which they were going to go. So they essentially got outbid with draft picks by the Cavs. Yeah, The Knicks did that not because they didn't love Donovan Mitchell, but because they had their eyes set elsewhere. If you listen to the punditry, that prize is Joel Embiid. They are hoping that the Sixers totally shit the bed and that Embiid asks out and that they then have all the stuff. So the, it, it is about asset accumulation. Like if you're a general manager, if you're a president of team operations, like you're not draft, you're not always drafting the player or acquiring the pick because you want to draft the player or use the pick you're doing it. Cause you can throw it into a, a, a bunch of stuff. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I got to push back a little bit on the idea that you're not acquiring assets for acquiring, Did they like Ruiz? Probably not. They had way too many outfielders the way it was. They probably had very little intention of yes. ever playing Estereo Ruiz in the Brewers outfield, but it's, you know, it's still asset accumulation. No? Well, we need,
2: well, to tie in a little bit of an NBA, I, I don't want to make this an NBA conversation, but like the Brewers traded away Josh Hader as if Josh Hader was an NBA star who demanded a trade and they needed to trade him and they didn't need to like Estereo Ruiz was fine, I guess. And they were luckily able to flip him for something else, but they could have just held on to him. They could have just held on to him and got probably a very similar return
1: in the off season. And I think that's How part of when people play. used to be mad. They used to be mad, like you're trading him to a team we're contending with. Nobody says that anymore. It's like we just forgot that. Padres suck. The Mets, yeah, they really suck. do. Um,
3: we. And- so let me. I'll, I'll pivot this
1: um yeah get off this i'm annoyed well
3: this is because by the way this started because like i was ready to pretty much drop it and then ken rosenthal last week put out that article in which um, you don't need to answer to this but i just this is what set the stage for me rosenthal wrote if i told you the brewers traded a four uh traded a year plus of josh Hader for five years of an all-star level catcher four years of a dominant setup reliever and a top 100 pitching prospect you'd think pretty good right end quote
2: and that's not I, I understand what Curtis saying, but that's not what happened. They they traded away Josh Hader, stuck a massive wrench in the wheel of their season, pissed off all of their fans, betrayed the trust of a bunch of their players, and they're going to be living that down forever. And it worked out okay getting Contreras because the Braves happened to be in the business that the Brewers needed them to be in to get a catch in the future. I I understand. I do. So here's here's my pivot topic, because it's it this was all intended as setup here.
3: This is me asking you guys this. This is no longer Ken Rosenthal or anything else. But I want you to just let this soak in for a moment. Anything you uh, say, Magnum. <laughs> ledge. Can I go back yeah. to Ledge? I didn't, I...
1: Get, I didn't get a response from Chuck the other day. I thought I, I thought I would bait him into a Twitter response. He goes, all these empires suck. How are they at the big league level? And I tweeted, like, you just don't see kids that want to be umpires anymore, Frames. I thought they would get them. No, no. If I told you the
3: Brewers make a trade at this year's deadline, that makes them worse. And the team misses the playoffs. You get to look into your crystal ball and this is all true, right? You know, you're getting worse. And as a, at least sub consequence or consequence, you miss the playoffs. But when you fast forward a year from now, the pieces acquired at this year's deadline are so good that it makes it an absolute home run of a trade for 2024 and beyond you would do that Mm-hmm. or mm-mm. let me just rephrase it tanks your 2023 season or at least leads to the tanking of it but 2024 and beyond you are just like whoa whoa we are so much better in 2024 and beyond as a result of this 2023 you shit the bed 2024 and beyond oh my god look at what you did. You no. would do that. Why? Mm-hmm. Or, mm-mm. how under what logic under the logic that it's the exact situation of Hader and Contreras under that logic.
1: You wouldn't do it. I why, wouldn't. why, why, why are we so, how much, how long do you think you're going to live, Paul? hundred, 150? <laughs> A solid. Why are you still willing to punch seasons away? well, if, 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 I've started maybe the change is I've started living my life thinking that I'm gonna die at any moment I've noticed I started this. to realize my own mortality and I don't I don't want to wait for I don't want to do investments I want now
2: I just thought this team was about bites at the apple and if they did that then we'd be going two years without a bite at the apple they let,
3: let's be clear. They threw last year's Apple like so far out the highway car window. Um,
2: so, the idea yeah. is you just get in and anything can happen, right? That's the goal. Well, in order for that strategy to work, you need to get in. And that's why they asked Stearns at his press conference last year. It's like, hey, if your whole strategy is just built on getting in, does it hurt a little extra to miss the playoffs this year? And I don't remember what David Stearns said, but the answer is yes. Yes, it hurts more. When, when you're just playing to get in and cross your fingers, you need to get in. And then we'd be going two years without getting in. Now, what 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 are we talking about for return? Like first baseman of the future? Because if, yeah. if it's yes. an elite reliever and another Eric Lauer, fucking save me, okay? No, no, no. I'm like, let's so like, Eric I mean, Lauer anyways.
3: To make it like, okay, you just got your catcher of the present and future with Contreras. So let's say in this version, you get your five years of control first base. The dude's an absolute stud.
1: Then what is the point of... Then well, okay. just be in a rebuild, Paul. Why can't you? I, I don't agree with that. Like That's you, so, so you want a Brewers team that has a good first half, and then no matter how good they are at the trade deadline, they say, hmm, but we could be better next year, even though we're good now. Let's just punt.
3: There's absolutely a point at which you can no longer do that. Let me be like, if I'm not going to ask you. Let's say they did what I'm suggesting here. I would not also suggest that next year for a third year in a row. So
1: you want to be the Pittsburgh Pirates. Obviously, it like you want to be. I do not want to be the Pittsburgh Pirates.
3: I don't well, think that's a strategy comparable, given where the Brewers are at. The only thing that's so barred, This is what I'm. This is why I'm confused with with your take in particular. You, unless you've changed your approach, which is fine if you have. You, you're the World Series or bust guy. Like I want to see a World Series in my lifetime, right? Like that was that has been for the past five years or so for sure. Like your calling card. Do you think there's more than a 1% chance the Brewers win the World Series this year? If you don't, then you shouldn't care what they do this season and missing the playoffs or making the playoffs if they're just going to bow out, right? So, so I, I, you know, I don't get it. So I guess I'm confused. Are you
1: on the path? I, we don't. We, we probably don't think they're going to win the World Series this year. So, but but it's still a it's still an outcome that's possible. They're that learning how to win.
2: These young kids, the freshmen, are learning how to win. You, you have to teach good habits. What do you say about Philly? They lost for so many years. The stench of losing is just it covers that organization and all the young guys who've come through it.
1: So if you if if you. So why do we have Corbin Burns? Why do we have Willie Adams? Why, do we have him? why, don't, why could, don't we
2: trade them? Trade them. They could get their first baseman in the future next year. Corbin Burns isn't going to be here. That's why the strategy sucks.
1: Is but Corbin Burns won't be here? But Corbin yeah. Burns won't
2: be here in 2025.
1: If you, you want to have this strategy, these need to be off-season moves. I'm okay to, with that. To yeah. continue to do this in the middle of the season is moronic and flat-out insane. I agree with
3: you. I agree with you. Much, much better in the offseason. Um, I think the the challenge with this topic is it's like, you can say, like, well, in a vacuum. Let me be very clear. If I was Matt Arnold. Well, shit, the problem with the topic is they did something stupid and you want them to do it again. Problem. They are better in 2023 and beyond drastically because of the consequence, even if it's a bad behavior consequence, having William Contreras Sets them up to be a much, 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 much better team. But you have a big unknown.
1: Like what could have happened in 22 if they had made a trade to bring in talent? 100%.
2: They're no. Really, no, the really thing that, well
1: out of the break. Really well last year. Did, and, did they, Did was last year the year that the, the gods allow them to win the world series, but then they traded a guy and didn't get anybody at major league value in return. We'll yep. never know. We'll never did know. They right. their vibe. Did they, did they cost themselves a world series then?
2: It's like we fell asleep and then got the you up text an hour later. And we woke up the next morning and we had missed it. And we never know when we could have maybe never
3: know. know. We'll never know. it, It would be insane for the brewers to repeat. So in a vacuum, I think I would do what I'm suggesting. If last year was wiped clean, like I'm, I'm okay with, you know, there's a level to which I think you can upgrade your future. It can't be like nominal. It has to be like, whoa you know, I'm not like, yeah, for a marginal upgrade, absolutely. Let's tank the season for a massive upgrade. I, but, but you can't, I mean, I, I, this is all in theory, right? Because after what happened last year, um, the only thing I want to say too, is there's two things I think that failed the situation a year ago. One, and David Stern's admitted this, he failed in acquiring a bat also. Like I've told that, I think I told this story on this podcast previously, but like there was a point during last year's Dynasty Fantasy Football League where like I'm trying to get to an end point, but I'm not gonna do trade one until I know that trades two and three are locked in. Right? So like the mistake wasn't necessarily trading hater, it was trading hater
1: and then not knowing for sure. Yeah, that's that... where the proof is. Totally. i no, you, like, the, the the proof is in that dynasty league we're in. Cause you're needle dick in your way, trying to build all you want is draft picks and prospects. And you're trying to build a winner in like 2028. And so our half of your friends, they're trying to be like, let's win in the future. And then I'm looking around and being like, Jesus Christ, everybody's like, does anybody want to win this fucking year? So someone goes, Hey, I'll give you Travis Kelsey for a first round pick. I go, uh, yeah. Okay. And look who won the fucking
3: league. Me. Your dynasty team though, to do is the parallel was much better positioned
1: than the Brewers are in major league baseball to achieve that goal. Because in the draft, which was one or two years ago, I drafted guys that were going to be good in the first four years. You guys were all drafting like Zach Evans and Zach Charbonnet and Zach Zackersons and these people that all fucking my fucking mud, some fucking day.
3: I didn't have enough money for Zach Zacherson. I was already out by that point. Um, if the so anyway, I, I I'd say long story long. Who would you rather have
1: in a fantasy draft? If you if we started a dynasty draft right now, would you rather take? Would you rather take Bryce Young or Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes. Well, how about Mahomes or Lawrence? Mahomes. Wow. Then that is against your whole strategy.
3: There, see, this is about the tears thing,
1: though. Like there's the Mahomes tier and then there's... You know what it's like talking to you? It's like talking to a fucking tornado. It's like I, I, I get one thing and then it's like... Woo, 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 where am I? You, can't, you can't just apply a singular logic
3: across everything and say, well, that's what you're doing with the whole Brewer thing. How do you... S- uh, tell where me more. Why are getting higher like this? Because that's how the human conversation
1: works. <laughs> I, I'm right. No, you're not right. Move on. Can you fucking move on to something else? I have limited time here. Grant, do you have anything else to say? No, not really. No, I'm gonna end up doing Bill Writer's show today, opening with the fucking hater trade somehow. <laughs> it's interesting. You it is. should. It, it, it
2: is. It's very interesting. Oh, the, the last point. Of, interesting.
1: The last point I'm gonna make, other
3: than the fact that not acquiring the bat at the same time as the hater trade was a big problem. Oh.
2: Well, I was just going to say, as a historian on this topic, the quote from Stern's press conference was, we did not adequately fortify the roster in Josh's absence, was the specific wording that he
3: used. Which is an awesome way to phrase. That's
2: a direct quote. You can go listen to the press conference.
3: The, the other thing, though, and and this to me, you know, we're all like communications majors, right? Journalism majors. but bro- Like, the problem was the failure to communicate the news to the clubhouse in a good way, they could have absolutely been just fine post hater trade if they had properly massaged the message. I'm gonna to get a topic. lot of
1: complaints about this episode.
3: That's fine, I don't give a shit. Like, that I, I, I want to put you know what like, what I mean?
1: why are you still talking about this? I want to yes. put it
3: because there needs to be a definitive point. I have things to say that are important for this conversation.
1: That's right, my whole hater thing has really not, you haven't had your chance at it.
3: I've not had my chance, this is my chance. And and I think these, like, there would – okay, so just real quick. Do you agree mm-hmm or mm-hmm, that you think if they just could have gotten into the clubhouse and not let this no. spiral out of control, no. you're saying there's nothing that anyone could have said prior to, like in a proactive no. way, before no. the clubhouse morale took a no. huge dip? Impossible.
1: No, impossible. The what players would have, then, the, then you give the players a chance to be like, why the fuck are you doing this?
3: And I would say, well, you guys realize that Josh Hader has a 14 ERA over the past month and a half.
1: So they values- say, oh. say we've seen him work through things like this
3: before. He's our guy. We want we, we this is our version of coming in. Let me just play this out.
2: Let's all right. We, we'll, be, we'll we'll be Brewers athletes in the locker room. And I'm going to be Devin be Williams.
1: Yeah. You can be Whoa. who? I'm okay. Devin. I got to be like Stearns here. Obviously, you're Stearns. You're Stearns. You're pulling in Devin Williams. Oh. and who do you want to be grant
2: uh i'll be brandon woodruff i'll be brandon okay woodruff. all right um so by your the way you're not
1: make your not, time out time
3: out. you've not heard the news yet because the problem let me be clear is that and
1: i i would let me, let me just squeeze this in i would compel yeah. Yeah. people to watch this exchange okay um play out on the dan shaney youtube stream dan for all of your home and business and work insurance and car insurance needs He has allowed us to get the tools to bring you streaming after streaming and this HD camera that I have, okay, and this new studio that I have, we haven't commented on. It's the old Odyssey's studio, but either way. Um, And Paul is positioned to – can I change it up a little? No. So me and Grant's boxes are on the same level – and Paul is on a different level. Actually, yes, this is what we will do. Uh, Paul, you are – I'm just moving boxes around on the stream. Paul, you're David Stearns. No, nah, I liked it better the other way. Oh, Jesus. All right, we get the setup. You're David Stearns. I'm Devin Williams, and Grant is Brandon Woodruff. Commence. Good today,
2: uh, Devin. That air ball, that, that airbender, that thing's a son of a gun. Oh, thanks,
1: Brandon. You are killing it, man. I just love this pitching unit. I guess – uh, Stearns wants to talk to you and i so what well, it's, it's it's interesting you
3: say that brandon about devin's um airbender because there's something to be said here that devin williams this this guy we we do think he's being misused as a setup man he has are, did the interview starter or... oh De- yeah devin i'm just telling i'm just responding to Brandon that devin we just think that you you're way you're way 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 too good to be a setup man you know that if you were the closer of this team, you would be one of the best closers in baseball. You'll be an all-star next year in 2023, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Wait, oh, you, very nice you to, 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 to say.
1: That's that's very nice of you to say. I feel like I've really been honing my craft. And I, right now I'm just happy to be part of this bullpen and, and getting things set up for my, my dear friend, Josh. Thank you. So, so is, Josh,
2: is, is Josh willing to pitch multiple innings again? Is he going to go back to sixth, seventh, eighth? I mean, that'd be eight. great. And that's something I'd love to talk to you about because are yeah, you
3: making did... Josh
1: a starter? What, what's what's this about, anyway? Well, no,
3: I'll I'll get to the point, but you know, I want to mention what you said about Josh. Sure, sure. We we really did want him to be a multi-inning um guy, you know, like to pitch two or three innings in the middle of a game. That's where he has the most value. We've had some conversations with his agent, and you know, that that just he really just insists on being a one-inning only guy. Um, and right. he and he has been, guys. I just want to he has been a great brewer up until today, but in order to maximize what we know that this team can accomplish now and in the future for Devin to become the player that he needs to be, to be the all-star closer that we know that he is, we are able to acquire future talent guys that know they will not impact our roster this year. For the most part, we're going to add a relief pitcher, but no one at Josh's level, but what we think this is, is this is the opportunity to elevate Devin into the closure role, To let our team blossom now and in the future as a result of that for Devin. We have traded Josh Hader to the Padres. I want to help, I wanna we're gonna communicate this message to the rest of the clubhouse, but I want to emphasize that our team is gonna add talent into the younger parts of the organization
1: while elevating Devin Williams into the closer. Like Like this this is awful, Paul. Come on, that was pretty good. First of all, you've already you told that you've already traded him. Yeah, I had to tell you, eventually. Before this meeting, you've already tra- like so now I'm taking like just, now I don't feel I don't feel like I was involved at all as Devin Williams. Also, you've 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 made it feel like it's my fault that he got
3: traded. You know, Devin, there's one thing I, there's one thing Devin real quick. I uh, I'm David. I forgot to tell you. This will drastically increase your future earnings potential. Drastically. Look, That that, that, that kind of stuff comes as it comes. I just want to be a part of the winner. uh, Devin, So here's a spreadsheet I can show you of relievers. uh, I'm a fucking
1: baseball player. I just want to. You're going (laughs) to nerd coming down from the fucking fourth floor to show me a goddamn spreadsheet because my best friend just got traded. Your best friend just got traded. As a result, you're going to tell me I got to go home and tell my wife. Is he married? That. No, my wife texted me. Did I take her? keys?
3: We're really flipping in and out of character.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I just have one question, David. What the fuck?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Future assets. I, you, you're not going to resign. I'm not here long term.
3: Now, to be, to be clear, I'm probably stepping aside after this season. Um, and I'm probably just tanking this whole thing just so I can get out more easily and bring in Matt Arnold. Wait, did I share
2: did I overshare, Brandon? You you are just a nervous creature in front of two very very demonstrative professional athletes right now. You were just <laughs> gambling yeah, Paul, running.
1: that was I mean, that was awful.
2: That I was felt bad. pretty I felt
1: pretty good about it.
2: That maybe it written into an email. You're standing in front of us at we're in our locker and you're you're
1: you're talking right, to us right. like we're not human. By the way, I it was you're I wrong.
3: I'm like, there's there's still an hour left before the trade deadline. I'm gonna to try to get a bat.
2: Okay, yeah, you try to get a bat. I'm sure you'll make <laughs> some calls, David.
1: All right, let's change the subject. Yeah, you're gonna do what you did last year and get John Curtis. Where the fuck is that guy?
3: Uh, there's two S's, two S's at the yeah, end of call
1: call Detroit, David. See see what they got
2: in their bullpen. I'm sure that'll work out again.
1: Ready to move on? I think uh, yeah, worried. there's panic at my house. I wish I could help. Oh, your wife can't find her keys? Yeah. Did you work from home? Well, she gotta take kid to daycare. And It's
3: probably pouring
1: rain. What is up with you in this rain? There was no rain when I got in. It's
2: like the it's like the one day you were supposed to get rain. Paul is all over it.
1: Well, it it was like dark
3: sky, like pure dark sky. It was
2: was like two, I guess.
3: All right. Um So the next topic is related to Devin Williams, Josh Hader, and William Contreras. Just kidding.
2: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he
0: faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
3: Um, you guys want to do NBA or Packers Packers
2: Packers I would agree
3: Rob uh, Rob Domoski quoted this your buddy I know you didn't see this part Grant you might have been able to that's good but it's a Mark Murphy quote from uh, from shareholders meeting where he said I'm comp- uh, this is a Mark Murphy quote I'm comparing it a little bit to Aaron's first year as a starter yeah I'd say at least half a season to know end quote Packers fans will allow the grace of eight to nine games. Packers fans will, if Jordan Love is, you know, kind of not too good for the first eight to nine games, Packers fans will have the patience to see it through and not make drastic conclusions about Jordan Love. Packers fans will give Jordan Love the eight to nine games of grace that it sounds like the team believes Jordan love will need Packers fans will allow that. We'll be good with that. We'll see through the, the moment Mm -hmm or mm -mm, that Packers fans will
1: do that. Grant.
2: Would you like me to bat lead off here? I can, I can bat lead off on this one. I can be quick. Um,
1: She finally sees.
2: I think, thank goodness. Um, I I've seen Cowherd show and get up on the four letter network and Sports Center and all, oh, all the. Don't
1: you be four letter networking, that shit. Why? That's what
2: everyone else says. That's, what, else one,
1: says. that's what one guy says. He hears it that's a lot. Not just, that's not
2: just Bill. So many people say that.
1: Bill, when he says that, was on ESPN affiliates and he would still say it.
2: Okay. So I'll say what Dan Patrick says. I'll say, well, at the old place. Is that better? At the old place. Oh, no,
1: it's called ESPN. Fine. ES, on ESPN and all the all the studio PSP shows people that. are like don't don't mention ESPN because if you say the word ESPN they're gonna be like oh yeah I should go listen to that I totally forgot ESPN existed. Come on. Uh, well uh
2: Disney's earnings report would suggest that maybe that's the case for many people. Uh, too many
1: um, Marvel shows. That's too many no Marvel problem. shows
2: too much what they spend too much on too much woke programming. Here's he doesn't it, it,
1: single out Star Trek. He says Marvel, that bastard Bob Iger. Why don't you yeah. pay your writers? Get them to back to work.
2: So as I was just gonna say, this was a brief point, I would be done by now, if not for you know, uh, all these debate shows, they've had the headline. Mark Murphy says half a season, you know, fair or foul. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, all the shows. I saw McIntyre and Coward leading with that.
1: We took the one warm- McIntyre and Coward too. He was like he was like, How uh, Hi, I'm chasing McIntyre? Like, like, get, like, get
2: into it. Like David Stearns talking <laughs> to his Who was he? Time. Who was
1: he? He was interviewing someone. Tom Pellisero was like. Jesus Christ, Jason, just fucking ask your question.
2: So, all of those shows took Mark Murphy's comment and turned it into a topic. Like, is, is, where did
1: that? I, where'd Christine Leahy go anyway? I don't know. She's like, I'm going to do my own show where I interview people in their house. And then she fucking vanished. I think it, I think the show didn't
2: last very long.
3: Uh, Grant.
2: I just don't think I, I I just don't think Mark Murphy thought that hard about what he
1: said. And, well, and everyone's
2: treating it as this proclamation from
1: because Mark know. Mark talks to the audience he's in front of, and yeah. and and then and what I don't know, is that fine? Because you talk to the audience you're you're in front of, and then people always take it a different way. Yeah, we're, so we're, let me, so we're Mark this
2: statement from the organization that the Packers have decided behind closed doors that Jordan Love has a half meeting. And I think Mark Murphy was just at the podium, like, "Oh, how long? Oh, shit! You know, half a season. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Look at uh, our new video board. He does, This is not that serious, and everyone's taking it as something very serious. Well, so,
3: but, the, the, Grant, I do agree with you. Um, that's why the the approach I wanted to take is more of the like, let's just say it takes a little yeah. while for do Packers fans have the patience? Now, keep in mind, we are a social media very reactive. There's seven post game Packers shows and podcasts, and like. If it's Game Three and Jordan Love just had two bad games and one OK game, and the Packers are one and two or zero oh and three, is it going to be like, "Oh, we made like the biggest mistake"? I can't. look at Aaron's over there in New York, and blah 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 blah. Like, I'm just kind of questioning. I think the patience level of a fan in this era to be able to see through a you know mediocre opening stretch, if that even happens, do they have I the patience? A lot, that, I don't, a lot of I don't know. Packers
2: fans say that they do. I'm but they interested won't. to see how that actually plays out, and I—I like, you know.
3: I have the patience to see through to the following Brewers season. I don't need instant gratification.
2: I have patience. All right, sorry. That's because you view these teams as topics. You view them as your your spreadsheets. But this is real life to Bart and myself, and we're you know we're Packers owners as well. This is this is our. Yeah, life. when I
1: said we're human beings in that role play, Paul shrugged. Yeah, he was like. I guess you are in commodities. Anyway, as all, all people are, is data to you. Do you just look at me and see a bunch of ones and zeros? Come on, man. I see, I see a lot more zeros than ones, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> all
3: right. Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't 100% sure what that meant.
2: Um, it hurt. I thought,
3: I thought it was pretty good.
2: I'll oh. say mm mm. By
1: the way, the I Patriots think um, so they don't have the patience. No, I think Packer fans are. I think we do believe we have. I think we do have the patience. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think we're going into it. Understanding that this is Jordan loves year to figure it out if he's good or not. Now, if they start own four, human nature will take over and we will combust. <laughs> i yeah, i would really argue shitty.
2: that will happen if they start
1: one and two like, i would like to you know what i would like to why why is it all the negatives is there is there anyone saying what if jordan love throws for four touchdowns against the bears no one even thinks that's a fucking possibility but you know what, is like that it. a bad thing i don't think that's a bad thing i mean i'd say there's <laughs> lots of positives
2: matt Lafleur the other day was like he was asked about the, the different energy coming into camp with all the young guys. He was like, it feels like the first year. It feels like, you, it feels like you're one, like he's all jokey and laughy. And I'm all for that optimism. I am because we don't have reason yet to not be optimistic. Like we might as well view this as exciting. I'm just saying, let's not get cute. You know, Mark Murphy and Matt LaFleur said, Oh, it's fun there's the unknown and we're excited to try something else. It's like Aaron Rodgers kept a lot of people employed for a long time. Okay. And I, I was fine being Ooh, done I with hate the ride. People say that; it's
1: true. I know, but I just hate it.
2: It's true, and I like ever, like a lot of people, like I think Lefleur and, and Murphy, willing to be done with what we were doing for the last ten years because it wasn't working. You've said get off the ride. I was fine getting off the ride. I'm also aware of what the ride was and what things could be like without the ride, and I just feel like Matt Lefleur. exciting. Like I'm finally the big dick on the block. It's like, okay, well, let's see how it goes. Let's see if you're singing the same tune in in three months. Because you might not be. And that's why I just hear some of these comments. I'm like, let's let's be careful. I don't know. There's a chance this could go sideways. That's all I'm saying.
3: So here's maybe the side topic then that Bart makes me think of this as a result of what you said. Mm. The expectation from fans should be making the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Or, mm mm no okay maybe not should be the expectation from majority of Packers fans is that they still maybe they're not like 13 and 4 but the expectation is that they make the playoffs no no okay even though
2: Packers fans say no but then when the Packers miss the playoffs they'll be see that's
3: that's my question and concern we want our team to
1: make the playoffs and they're gonna say, like, look, the NFC North was so bad, and yet they couldn't even yeah, there might be games they blow, but I like and then and then it like bites them, and but this is no, this is this is the, the Brewers thing that you're wishing for. It's happening with the Packers next year's, you know, the start of competitiveness yeah. again. And like and like we've talked about
3: previously in other episodes where if the season goes poorly and Jordan love does not necessarily absolutely look like the man of the future. You're going to have a, if you know, you missed the playoffs, you would have a top five, top 10 pick. You're going to also maybe then have the jets first round pick. If you want to leverage those to move up even farther. So like it's a there, I mean <laughs> the Packers in my opinion, they're in a win-win scenario. Expectations are low. They will likely, well, I don't know, medium low, but like, wasn't it Dario who said in your podcast part that there was a study that came out and it said, if you put quarterback aside, the Packers have the fourth most talented roster in the NFL.
2: Sure. But you can't do that. So I, don't, I
3: think he was looking at that upside down. I've not seen, I don't know what he was. I've not seen that Are you serious? Like, I'm, have you seen the study?
1: No, I think he made it up. <laughs> I doubt I, that.
2: I, I just don't think that that is uber important. Because if Jordan Love stinks, like, oh, they found a star in Christian Watson. Okay. You
1: but know like, what Wes My podcast, you know what Wes Hodkowitz says to me? What's up? He says, That is one of the best questions I've ever been asked. Well, what was the question? You'll have to find out. Oh my goodness. I said, Wes, that's all I ever that's all I ever go for. Thank you, sir. You must have it must have been about the hater trade. It was, or,
3: or was it about the audio and the sweets of too much Larry and too much? Uh...
1: I do. I do bring that up. I also tell them that I like the brewers, but they're so easy to make fun of. This is all in the pod.
3: Well, I, I'm, I, I eagerly await.
1: Oh, what's uh... that? Yeah. Yeah. This week recording. Oh, you did. Yeah. Uh In the search bar at the top of omahasteaks.com That's where you type in Bart. And then you can go and find the deal, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get the boneless chicken breast. Yep. You get that. Yep. Uh huh. You get all that. The jumbo franks are in there. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. Just enter the bart at the top, and then you get free eight burgers. Ninety nine ninety nine. Yep. Okay. Yep. Thank you, John.
3: That that was a really real. Conversation
1: a lot better than your shitty Stearns cosplay. That that was so bad. it was rough. It was unplanned. You like like talked as Stearns, you like talked yourself. Like you couldn't even convince yourself anymore. It sounded like you were trying to convince yourself. That was the problem. Is we're just
2: sitting here, like, is he gonna be done? What is
1: this fucking guy saying?
2: (laughs) This fucking nerd who came down here. (laughs) Yeah. Anywho,
3: you're both very mean. Um
2: it's the real, real world, Paul. We don't we don't work in an office and on a spreadsheet. We throw baseballs and have to win games. We're judged on results. We would just like yeah. the same standard. Yeah. yeah well, then just don't
1: tell you all. you want us to have this great locker room camaraderie and you just take a fucking nuclear Ooh. bomb to it. Ooh. Could I could I throw in a little side
2: topic on the note of the Packers but tie it also into what's going on with David Searns? Can I just mm-hmm. say this whole celebration that I'm all for the the renovations at Lambeau, upgrading things, underground parking, all this money that Mark Murphy invested, and in Goody and LaFleur are like, oh, thank you. This is great. The most overrated topic, the most overblown thing is now Goody and LaFleur's offices aren't upstairs. They're downstairs. So the Packers don't the players don't feel like they're beneath. The players don't feel like when they go see the boss, they're going up to the principal's office. You are a little baby as an NFL athlete. If you can't handle going up some stairs, if you feel demeaned and, and 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 if you feel like you're being lessened because you have to go up a set of stairs to talk to your boss, then you you don't have it. You're not cut out for this. Yeah, I disagree. I, I disagree. Let me, let me hold on.
3: Let me let me copy and paste that whole thing. Agree. And set and pretend that you were now talking about the Brewers clubhouse of 2022. If well, you can't handle if you can't handle one little trade. Oh, my friend it's is not gone. A
0: oh this, you're not, friend. Now you're arguing
2: in bad faith. That's not a oh little trade. Oh, my it's friend gone. is gone. We've we've all talked. I've taken calls, countless calls on my show about how Devin Williams did not handle it well, and about how Yelich wasn't up leader. I agree. Don't say that it's a little trade, though. It's not. And I just this whole, you know, we. We're talking with Mike Clemens because Mike's on my show. He's on Bill's show and he's great. And he's like the, the renovations now that everyone's on a level playing field, you know, the bosses don't look down over the player. It's a, it's. Okay, so let me,
3: I'll, I'll, I'll put aside the character that I'm apparently leaning into here. And I'll just say that topic, the one of like the Packers offices and everything is like beat reporter, you know, catnip. It doesn't matter at all, but Thank when you're doing you. day-to-day coverage. Yes. It's like, Oh, something that's not like who performed well in the training camp, and something that's not about Aaron. Like, you know, it, it's it's a beat reporter topic that I don't think anyone gives a fuck about. Then that's talk great. about the underground that's parking.
1: Great. Talk about another part of it. This is the Green Bay Packers are talking about. Everyone cares about all that shit.
3: No, see, like, and I listen, like, Clemens, I would have done the same thing if I was on Bill's show. I would have said, like, so Bill, something cool that happened this year is that they move their offices and here and i've talked to a couple players and here's why they think that that's a big deal if there's a fan a fan who cares about that i would be
1: i am a fan i care why
3: that uh, this is so so, you you, you would want like your your favorite publications beat reporters spending their day like writing about the office location of the coach and the gm
2: this is such a hate i, 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 I would have
3: written, about it. I, I, I written about it and i would have done so knowing that it was dog shit i would have still written about it knowing that it was dumb but go ahead i'm curious
1: I, i'm a, it's a behind the scenes look at the team that we don't get a lot of access in. it's a it's a good look but the the implications of how the players feel better about it is i think that's what grand i'm saying, someone that w- I, i'm i'm i live i hate being bought out of fear i I relate. You just don't like having, you just don't like doing air checks. <laughs> I don't. You can't go up a set of stairs. Or are we It's not about that. It's about the con it's about no, it's not it's the man in the high castle, man. That's not oh my god.
2: It's just dumb. It's people so people I...
1: always say like you up in your ivory tower. They never say like you across the street in your ivory house. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't know it's just so it's I think it's overblown and I I think it's I I didn't even know I didn't even know about it till you guys brought it up hey the Packers have been doing business a certain way for a long time they've been they've been very analytical about You know, I tried to tell
1: their social media team that there's different things that we can do here but they told me that's the way it's always been
2: and it and it should stay that way because I don't want my my professional football team my 13 that was my Kurt Benkert impression I know I don't want them making dumb TikToks. They're an NFL team. They sh- it should be a boring account. That's another thing that we could talk about, but I'm I'm hijacking Paul's.
3: You want account. you want boring social media? David Bocciari yeah. does not agree with you. Do that. But and I know Bart and David are like, you know, in lockstep on most things. All right. Um uh, I, think
1: I think I can have do to go. you, you gotta go. Well, and Lee can squeeze in a little turd here. What do you got?
3: <laughs> a little dessert? I didn't know if I was gonna say this mockingly or how I was gonna bring this up, but your guy over at Pro Football Talk, you were talking about the running back thing the other day, Bart on the national show. And I don't know if you saw what Florio suggested. The best solution to the running back problem, a league-wide fund that pays each of them for performance, the best way to get it, tell the league now that none of them will participate in the twenty twenty four offseason program and mean it. So stupid. Florio
4: Florio
2: has the worst ideas for things. He always <laughs> takes things too far. Like he's tinfoil hat, conspiracy theory guy, wild idea that will never happen guy. I actually like Florio, but then he he like tries to put the rubber to the road and it always sucks. And Dan Katz, because I used to listen to a lot of part of my take, he said this a couple summers ago. He's like, we love Florio, but this time of the summer, he starts go a little crazy and he just has dumb ideas and bad takes. This is one of them.
3: I saw there was something on Monday or Tuesday after Saquon Barkley signed his deal, and it was Josh Jacobs like, So, Saquon, we really doing this? And Saquon on the other line saying, Nope. You know, because as soon as Saquon Barkley got a deal that would have been better, slightly, marginally, marginally not even. It's the same deal. No, no, because he got like he got the signing bonus, he got some of the guarantees, he got some incentives,
2: he got more, but it was. and now he can just be franchise tag next year if the Giants right. want that.
3: Yeah. But it, I mean, so anyway, I, there's these guys, especially running backs have such, such short careers, like to sacrifice that in the name of like the future of running backs is really hard. Um, and I'm not yeah, begrudging Saquon Barkley for doing that, but
1: guys, thank you. I have to connect with the overlords at CBS sports radio. Have a great uh, deal, Joe Biden. Writer's show on Thursday, and also Zach Gelbs on Friday, and my show on Sunday, and I'll be at the Steve again on Saturday. If only you could find employment. I'm unemployed <laughs> in my basement. Thanks, thank Barbara. you guys. Thank you.